Today, we mourn. Today, we mourn with the families and friends of the six who died in the bus tragedy this past Friday in Atlanta, Georgia. Today, we mourn with Bluffton University and their baseball team who lost four of their students. Today, we mourn with executive coach Luxury Travel Bus Company who lost two members from their family. We gather this morning as the Goshen College community to mourn the loss of Friday's tragedy. We gather this morning to stand in solidarity with our sibling institution, Bluffton University, and pray for those who remain hospitalized and recovering from injuries. We gather this morning to be with each other in our own sadness, questions, frustrations, fears, and shock. We gather this morning, each of us having varying connections to Friday's events. Some of us may have personally known people on that bus, and so the grief is deeply felt and perhaps very raw. Some of us are friends of the families of the six who perished, and so our heart reaches out to them. Some of us have friends at Bluffton University, and so we feel a deep sadness for our friends. Some of us are members of Goshen College's baseball team, and so we feel some level of camaraderie with Bluffton's baseball team. And some of us have no personal connections with this tragedy, but because this spring break tragedy could have happened to any small town college, including ourselves, Goshen College, questions are stirred within our souls and answers to those questions are not easily found or met. We gather this morning to mourn the loss, to pray in solidarity, and to be with each other in support. Let us pray together. O oh God, we gather this morning in pain, in confusion, in sadness, in shock. We lift up to you all those affected by the tragic events of this past Friday. Be with those people in the midst of their daily activities now. We ask that you be with us in the midst of this service right now. Some of us may be feeling like the author of Psalm 22 when that person called out to you, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. God, some of us have had trouble resting these past few days. Some of us have cried out, but find no answers. And some of us have simply groaned. But God, the psalmist continues the prayer by acknowledging who you are. Yet you are wholly enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our ancestors trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Amen. We gather together today to sing our grief. 
Please turn in number, or I'm sorry, in the green hymnal to number 107, God Remembers, 107. Bev will play through one time. of assurance in the blue hymnal number 616 616 in the blue hymnal children of the heavenly father
multitude of questions come to mind as we ponder the unexplainable and weep over the tragic deaths of Bluffton University students, Tyler, David, Scott, Cody, and bus driver Jerome and his wife, Jean. I suspect most of our questions will go unanswered, at least for this fragment of life's journey. Having just returned from a road trip with the Goshen College Men's Choir in a bus, of all things, along the coast of California, this accident hit all of us especially hard. It very well might have been us. Whatever the cause of this terrible tragedy, be it pure accident, a random event in time and space, human error and consequence, or some yet unexplained reason, or no reason at all, the effect, the result, the outcome of this tragedy invites us to the threshold of death where life sometimes matters to us most. Because you are here this morning, I sense you and I have been called abruptly, prematurely, unwittingly into the valley of the shadow of death to help bear the burden of unbearable grief that our sisters and brothers at Bluffton University feel in their hour of need. The sorrow we feel for them, the pain we in part bear, calls forth in us a love we may not even have known that we had for these friendly, these friendly rivals, the Bluffton Beavers, as they call themselves, our sisters and brothers in flesh and spirit and faith. Indeed, perhaps it has called in us, out of us, a love that we hadn't even known, a love for life itself. Perhaps that's why our grief is so deep, our questions real, our anger at God or fate so palpable, our hurt so painful. Scripture describes such love as covenant love, a love that crosses great differences, crosses miles between here and places like Bluffton and beyond. A love that stretches back through time, even before time, to the very heart of God, as we sang in our gathering songs today. A love that the psalmist says is from everlasting to everlasting. It's just such a tenacious, cross-bearing, mind-bending, heart-wrenching covenant love that helps us get through these shadowy, random, valleys of death. Who can explain such love? I can't. Yet the whole of Scripture argues just this point, that God loves us with a covenant love, an everlasting love. And in so doing, this covenant is a covenant to suffer with us as part of love's bargain. God with us, the divine presence with us, in us, 
close to us, suffering with us. In Christ, God becomes flesh, a truly unique proposal among the world's religions. Like I said, I can't really explain such a God or such love. The love we feel for those who lost their precious sons, for the family of the bus driver and his wife, for the whole of the Bluffton University family who are in such anguish, I can't explain. I have my hunches, but I can't fully comprehend them. Nor when it comes right down to it can I completely offer reasonable explanations of why God so loves them, or me, or you, or why God so loved the world. Scripture doesn't so much explain this love, it simply assumes it. It simply says God is love. Why? I don't know. Like unexplainable tragedies, such covenant love is another of life's imponderables. But oddly enough, I believe in such love more today than last Friday when these events took place. We are different people today than we were last Friday. The world is not the same without Tyler, without David, Scott, Cody, Jerome, Jean. And it matters to us. We choose to make it matter to us. We choose to be so burdened by the loss of others. We could choose otherwise, but it is this covenant that we make with each other that requires us to take into our souls the ache of those we love. It is a choice we make in faith, a choice we would not need to make at all, but I'd rather live in such a world and have this love that suffers with others in tragedy than not to know such love at all. We may not understand life's imponderables. We may have our doubts about such a world where tragedy strikes so unexpectedly. But it's the only world we know, the only world we have. Why this and not another world? That, too, is one of life's unanswered questions. We're in good company this morning, however. Throughout Scripture, throughout the Psalms, and elsewhere, and especially in Apostle Paul, after years of suffering, after agonizing over his doubts and questions about the meaning of life and death, read chapters 1 through 8 of Romans, you get a sense of a man who's deeply depressed and pained about his own identity and his suffering. He concludes, however, with this question in chapter 8, question worth pondering. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword or death no, he continues, I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, 
nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Though our lives, the psalmist said, are but a breath, a blade of grass that withers away, it's wonderful to know that God's covenant love endures forever, through time and eternity. Whatever else may be our response to this sad turn of events, may we choose to make life truly matter today, in this moment and every day, by binding ourselves ever more closely to each other, bound together in covenant love for each other. It will, it will require our suffering for each other. Let us be bound together by God's everlasting love. Amen. When tragedies like this happen, sometimes the first response on our part is, well, what can I do to help? That is a very good and appropriate inner response of reaching out. However, there are also times when an answer to that question may simply take time to unfold. So I encourage each of you to listen to your heart, to God, to each other, about what an appropriate response may be. One way to respond is to pray and lift up those most closely affected by the loss. And we will spend some time in prayerful reflection in a few moments. But there are also some other ways that people have already responded. At last night's men's choir homecoming performance, there was a free will offering taken that will go to a special fund established by Bluffton University to help with expenses for families of those students involved in the accident. Perhaps another way to respond might be for you to consider donating blood this Friday at our spring semester blood drive. And I'm sure there are other ways of appropriate response, of being in prayerful solidarity with our sibling institution. And so I encourage you to listen to each other, to your heart, to God, of what that may be. But right now, we will spend some time in prayerful reflection, and then we will close our time with a song. Afterwards, you may feel free to leave or simply sit in this space if you'd like, but as you leave, I encourage you to do so in silence. Also, if you feel like you simply want to talk with someone, please know that I'm available. Uh, Char Hostetler, our campus counselor, is available. Talk with each other, your RDs. And now as we go to a time of prayer, I recall the words of Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, when at night I cry out in your presence, let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry, for my soul is full of troubles.
Our closing hymn this morning is from the blue hymnal, number 580, My Life Flows On. You are led. Blessings be to you.